It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. We're the defective characters. Three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience and recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. James here. The opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience with progress, not perfection, in this episode 21 of the Defective Characters podcast. Let's go. James, thanks for taking the tree out. It's Ma. already February. Well, it's a good time to take the tree out. I guess so. Yeah, were you just waiting for all the uh, the needles to fall off? Is that what it was? Well, I figured that if I take the tree down, Dennis will stop bitching at me. And then once he stops bitching at me, I can get him to do my bidding. No comment. Ah, oh, I, th- I thought there was going to be something going on. Uh, and just to set the scene, I'm in the middle between these two that are fighting, so it's uh, it's not a pretty seat to be in. Uh, but I, I do want to thank you guys for uh, kind of putting that to the side, because this is not about resentments that you might have. This is actually about progress, not perfection, which I think is a little fitting when we're talking about the tree. You know? Uh, why don't I start with you, Dennis, as it seems like... Uh, you know, you've got a lot that you want to actually comment on after that. No comment, <laughs> comment. Uh, what part of the program helped you most when it came to uh, recovery progress? Um, it's a good question. I get that all the time. Um, re- repeat the question. <laughs> Sorry. What part of the program helped you make <laughs> oh, the most God. recovery progress? Um, I would say, uh, I don't know, probably like the steps I would think. And I apologize to the audience. James is, is throwing me off my game today. So I'm putting all blame on him. Um, I don't know. I think, I think progress, like for me, like it had, it has to be slow. Right. So you know, I think sometimes we come in and we, we want everything to be, like, fixed instantly. You know, we're used to that instant gratification. We're used to, we want to get better now. And in that, I think we ignore the little progresses that we make. You know, when I came into the meeting, like, I was, like, sleeping really late or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But then once I started coming to the meeting every day, I started waking up every day so like my schedule got more normal relatively normal or whatever so it's those little progresses like that eventually i took on a little bit more responsibility by making the coffee doing service work and stuff like that and um i think i think that's what it is is for me anyways that helped with my recovery is that i i had to be reminded about those little slow progresses you know so the steps more than anything else probably maybe okay james what's the question mike (laughs) you you know i do text you guys exactly the questions i'm gonna ask right 
You got it. You got to You got to write on your phone. You can look at it. So like every question in the next 30 minutes that I'm going to I'm going to bring up. Uh, so what part of the program helps with progress and recovery most for you? Uh, for me, early on, it was my sponsor. I had lots of questions and my sponsor uh, was there guiding me. Luckily, I was able to find a, a good sponsor. Um, so I would ask him, you know, how am I doing? He said he was very sarcastic. He's like, fine, whatever. Um, but he knew that I still had a lot of work to do. Um, uh, progress, I, I could measure my progress. Um, usually when other people would tell me that they've noticed a change in me, because I would never really see it myself. Um, but as far as um, the program, the, the steps, um, what Dennis said really, you know, that's where I, I saw the most progress in my life. Because as I went through each step, I was able to get rid of the old stuff, uh, pray for new stuff, and then slowly change my life, which is a, a struggle, but in the beginning, and then now it's it's just a new part of my life. So this, we got the steps, we got sponsorship uh, that helps. I, I will... Uh... I will be honest and say it's probably uh, early in sobriety. I made sure I hit two meetings a week that were big book, a uh, couple speaker, and then uh, some like open talk, like where it's just open discussion. And I think the shares and open discussion are maybe the most important for me to pick up as many tools as we say um, because after I would say the first year I didn't go back to uh, outside of big book meetings I wouldn't go back to the big book every single day and go through um, and use that to progress in my program instead I would take things that worked for this person or that person and things that they went through and try to implement them in um, and that, I think, allowed me to say, okay, well, this person, you know, I only have a year of sobriety, but this person has two or three or four years. So what they're going through now, I soon will. So I'm going to remember. So I would make little notes on my phone and say, you know, two years sobriety and different struggles and how they dealt with that. Um, and a lot of it was... Uh, Patience, tolerance, and acceptance were three things that I had to work on most. And I knew that, uh, you know, life, I don't think life gets easier. It's just you learn the longer that you are going to meetings, you learn more ways to actually, you know, I guess get through different problems that you, uh, you might find. So that's, that's, I know, what worked for me. Uh, Dennis... When it comes to progress in your recovery, uh, is progress, not perfection, something you like implement on a daily basis? Like, it, what does progress, not perfection, mean to you? Um, I think uh, for me, when when I look at like perfection, right, the idea of perfection, um, it's overwhelming. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you get this image of what a perfect person is, and everyone's going to have that different image or whatever, but it's typically not realistic, and it's out of 
bounds for what I am capable to like strive for. So it seems to be overwhelming. So you almost get a sense of like, why even try anyways, you know? So I think progress over perfection for me is like a reminder. It's not about trying to become this holy roller, perfect divine being. It's, it's, we're slowly making progress, you know, so you don't have to be perfect. If I make a mistake, I don't have to beat myself up over it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's an opportunity to learn or to move on and, and, and progress more. You know what I'm saying? So it, to me, it's a simple reminder that like, like everything's okay. You know, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to live through life. You're going to go through things you've never gone through before. You're going to have an emotions that you've, you've dealt with before some that you haven't, but it's about within that to not become overwhelmed with it and just continue to make that progress. Even if you aren't perfect, that's okay. Do you agree with that, James? Yes, Dennis. Thank you for that lovely share. You're welcome. Thanks for being nice to me, James. Progress, not perfection. To me, is very simple. Um, I have a God of my understanding, and He is perfect. He created me to be wonderful and like Him, but not perfect. <laughs> I was going to say, He created you, you just contradict yourself. That was so... Um, what I'm trying to say is that I will fail and throughout the day I will make mistakes. Uh, my sponsor likes to tell me that just because you do something this day, you don't ever have to do that again, which always helps me. He also tells me that, um, as you work this program, you're going to hit pitfalls. You're going to hit life, but the way you respond to these different things is the key so learning to not yell at someone for pissing you off or doing the dishes after you're done with them instead of leaving them in the sink for your wife to yell at those are all choices I can make sometimes I'll choose the wrong thing but that's okay that doesn't make me a bad person but if I wake up and I pray to God and I try to do my best on a daily basis that's progress. It's never going to be perfect, but I can choose every morning to live a, a good life and an honest life and a healthy life. And each day is different. Each day I have to make those choices and I have to use the tools I have in order to strive to be perfect. I will never be perfect because only God's perfect. And Dennis. Wait, before you guys were in the program, did you consider yourself a perfectionist, James, like before you were in? No? Negative. I'll add something. Before I came into the program when I was younger, I used to say that I was perfect. Oh, in, in my, Dennis! Uh, hear me out. My justification was it's an intellectual justification, right? So I'm here, right, sitting on earth, right? And to each side of me is like infinite space, right, from that way to that way. You know, so therefore, if, if every direction I go, there's infinite space, then therefore, I'm the center of the universe. So therefore, I'm perfection because the whole universe is centered around me. I think the most difficult thing is we don't know if you're being serious or not, <laughs> <laughs> which might be just a compliment to you. And I, I think that makes you a good alcoholic. You know, I just uh, I think it's hilarious that he thinks he's an intellectual. Oh. <laughs> you guys, you guys, seriously, I really think you I guys am. should split a croissant and just get over it. You know, <laughs> is that a saying? That's not a, nobody says that. Uh, 
I like croissants, though. I, I will. I mean, you you just, would. You should buttery eat. Buttery goodness. Yeah, you'd eat his fair share, I'm sure. Uh, so when it comes to, to progress, not perfection, um, I think it was uh, maybe the, the best thing to hear when I was new in AA because there's a couple things that we get told depending on how many old timers are in meetings that you go to, you'll hear it different. Uh, that you have to change everything about yourself. It's it, it's very like contradictory, in that they say you got to change everything about yourself, and then they say, but don't make any big changes in the first year, <laughs> or they're like you have to do this a hundred percent, but it's progress, not perfection. So the uh, the way I would look at it is okay, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability, as James shared and Dennis, you know, you do it to um you know as much as humanly possible you you wake up the next day and you know that you're trying to do a hundred percent of step one and knowing that life is unmanageable and you're powerless because of the drink or the drug and whatever your demon is um but we're we're fortunate that i think we live right now in celebration florida where just a couple miles away in Disney, did you know? And in I don't think it has anything to do with alcoholism, but one of my favorite experiences in Disney, I can make reference to, which is the Carousel of Progress. That's my favorite ride. Actually. Which, yeah. and I go, I go there, and every single time uh, that I would, before I moved here, I would snap a picture and send it to all my AA buddies because of this progress, not perfection, and. If you haven't been on it, it is, I think, still, what do they say, the oldest uh, stage play. Yeah, it is, yeah, stage. longest running stage play yeah. because it's, it is just rotates through. Yeah. And it, it never stops every hour of operation, you know. It's, uh, it's one of my favorite things to do is go there and see that, yeah, things do progress. And as long as I'm putting in the work, they will continue to progress. It's a, a great, great big, big beautiful tomorrow, shining at the end of every day. Is that the first? That's it's hold on. A great uh, big beautiful tomorrow. We're not. We don't have to. And tomorrow's just a day away. We don't have to finish though. We can. We can just take a that's take a break. Thing. Huh? No, a song. man had a dream, <laughs> and that's the start. <laughs> he followed his dream with blinded heart. And it became a reality. It's a dream come true for you and me. And then it, it, it that are, yeah. And then it's that's that part's not in it. All right, the, we, the peeing. I'm sorry. This is our last podcast because Disney's gonna shut us down yeah. for copyright infringement. <laughs> right. You know, it'd be wild if they actually listened to us and they did. <laughs> If you don't hear us anymore, just assume that's what happened. Yeah. If you don't hear any more we'll, from this podcast. We'll post the cease and desist letter on the Twitter account. Yeah. <laughs> um, in all seriousness, though, all right, I, I want to come back to you, Dennis. By the way, like a way better singer than I would have thought. Oh, don't you know, this is an honest. Program. I thought no I thought, either. well, it doesn't have to be uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the the big errors that people have early in the program and asking if you encountered this is striving for perfection early on. Um, I don't think I did. And I have a little antidote for that. Another intellectual antidote. 
that's more constructive than the last one. But uh, early on, like younger in life, I, I realized that, you know, that perfection isn't possible in the sense of true objective perfection or whatever. And what got me was imagine the universe again, right? And we had a big bang, the theory, the running theory is that there was a big bang, right? So all matter and everything and energy was expelled out through this giant explosion that went through all time and space. So if it was a perfect explosion, right? And everything just all matter and energy was perfectly like distributed there would be no force of gravity to like start things spinning. So there would be no planets, galaxies, or anything else. Everything would just be static and perfectly still. So in the whole grand scheme of things, if the universe itself can't be perfect, then how can I ever expect myself to be perfect? And it's in those perfections that give us the dance of life. You know what I'm saying? So when I, by the time I came into recovery, I already had that conception. So I never, in recovery, I never tried to be perfect. I just tried to do my best. James, striving for perfection, what's, what's wrong with that in recovery? Well, for me, I've never tried to be perfect. Um, but in the same regard, like I wouldn't try stuff if I didn't think that I would do it perfective. Perfected, perfected, perfected. Perfectly. Perfectly. Thank you. Can you you, that you, out? Say, you, say, <laughs> you know what's funny? If you say a word and you think it's wrong, usually then you change it up. You just said the same word seven times, thinking that one time might be right. You didn't so, even change your inflection. <laughs> I think this is shaping up to be our best podcast ever. It's one of them, yeah. Not perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not a perfectionist. I, I do try to do my best a lot, um, but you know, I have a lot of you know that I, I have a wife, and she's in the program. I know I'm supposed to be talking about myself, but I see her like just do all these things that I don't do, and uh, she has different struggles than me. But she does like twice as much, three times, ten times as much as me, as far as book work and journaling and stuff and I, I you know I, I try doing that and I just I don't it's not in me to do that I do other things but I have this freedom where I'm like I'm, I'm okay maybe in the future I'll try to do that and um, but right now I just I just do what works for me and it's, it's definitely not trying to be perfect because I think if people intellectualize this and they try to be perfect, it, it's never going to work. It's definitely a spiritual connection. Yeah, the, um, I will say early on, I tried to do 100% of whatever my sponsor recommended and suggested that I do. So when he said, you know, uh, read the doctor's opinion, give me a call. Um, go to 90 meetings in 90 days. You know, uh, call three people in the rooms a week. Um, I looked at that like my life was hell. I would say in all honesty, and I don't think I've broken it down percentage-wise, but probably in all honesty about 20% of the reason that I first came into AA was because I didn't want to lose my wife. And I knew that 
I had no more chances. This was it. So she didn't say you have to go to AA. She just said the phrase, I'm done. I'm done. And that was enough where I knew that I had to make a change. And I didn't expect that if I went to AA that things wouldn't fall apart. You know, like it was still probably the first year was uh, still kind of sketchy, you know, where it wasn't going to work out. But I knew that if my sponsor said, hey, you got to do this, this is something that, you know, you got to read the big book, you got to go to meetings, that I I had to do it. Uh, Or any of those things that I didn't want to lose, I would lose, you know. Uh, That's why early in recovery, when I was new, that's what uh, that's what I focused most on, Dennis. When you were new, uh, what did you want to get out of recovery? Like, what was the the first first thing? I I just didn't want to live the way I was living. You know what I'm saying? Like when I came in, I was helpless. I was riddled with anxiety. I wanted peace. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be relatively normal. You know. Um, I think that's it. I think I wanted to live again. I didn't feel like I was living. I didn't think I could. I thought I was doomed to the life that I was living. So when I came in, I got a little bit of hope that maybe things will get better. So like just being okay, I think was my main goal. I just wanted to be okay. James? Dennis, when did that dream of wanting to be normal finally deteriorate? Normal? I didn't want to be normal. I wanted to be relatively normal. And okay. So what did you strive for, like, early in sobriety? What, what did you want to progress, um, I guess, like, fastest? Well, I wanted to get the, the people off my back, you know, from the very beginning. That I wanted, um, I noticed I had a problem. Um, when, I, when I first came in the rooms, I, I saw a lot of happiness and hope and fellowship. I wanted that fellowship so bad. I wanted friends were... I could be happy with because by the time I came into the rooms I was so isolated and even though I had my family I was just I felt alone so I definitely wanted fellowship and I wanted to stop feeling empty inside yeah yeah I I mean I mentioned one of the things that I I definitely wanted to go through uh, life without craving a drink or a drug Um, but I think I, I, th- I think I, I thought it wasn't going to be possible. You know, I originally thought AA was actually uh, showed you how to drink normally, you know, and I thought that probably for the first three meetings. And then once I read the doctor's opinion, I realized that that was not the truth. And then after the second week, I realized the uh, spiritual malady. Um, part of the program and it's really dove into that um, and I don't know why I'm glad my brain actually works like the way that it did early in the program because there's a lot of people that like I oh, I don't remember any of but there are little like markers that were like oh yeah wow this is when I learned that this is what the program's about and that what I can actually have that I never thought was was going to be possible um if there's anybody listening and you're you're new in the program, 
uh, how can they, guys, like, how can they see there's progress in their program? Like, what did you do to see that, oh, yeah, well, I progressed in this? Like, what what should they uh, look for in your guys' opinion? Dennis? I think it's – I think that's probably one of the hardest things because – you, you know, it's it's almost cliche where you don't see your own progress. It's like watching your hair grow. You don't see see your hair grow because it's growing constantly every day. And it's not until, like, you see someone after a month and, like, oh, you you grew your hair out. So, oh, yeah, I guess I did. And I think it's the same. You're, you're going to find that a lot of people are going to notice your progress before you do. Um, like you know other people in aa and in the fellowship the friends that you make um your your family relationships and stuff like that they're gonna notice it and they're typically will say something you know like every once in a while i'll get an old timer come up to me and he's like wow like you know i remember when you first came in you know i didn't think you're you were gonna make it you're pretty rough and stuff like that and to me i think don't notice that I'm like I almost feel like the same person but then also when you take after some time when you take time to like sit and reflect about what your life was like and where you were what your relationships were how how your the chaos of your life was then and compare it to how it is now even though your life's not perfect now or whatever you will be able to see some kind of progress you know and it's not it's not until you look back with hindsight you know 2020 um, but yeah, I think that's it. Is it's other people will let you know. You know. Hello. Hi. I think a new person can measure progress by the steps he takes. When he finishes step four, that's progress. When he sits down and tells his deepest, darkest secrets to his sponsor, that's progress. And that can be measured. Is it? it is that the way you felt? Absolutely. Once I went through my fifth step, that was the kind of the chains fell off and I felt freedom. So it's so it's step step five. I, I guess For four me. and then when you said it's step five. Yeah, step yeah. one, two, and three are, are very important. Now, do you think by the before you got to step four and five, do you think you made any progress at all, like leading up to that? Even small progresses. Oh, yeah, just getting to the meeting every morning and, you know, talking to someone, getting someone's number, call, getting a sponsor. That's all little yeah. pieces of progress. And because, you know, I've done it the other way where you go late to a meeting. You sit in the back. Hopefully no one talks to you and you leave early so no one will talk to you. In the meantime, being hopeless and wanting that affection and that fellowship, but don't know how to get it because you're too self-centered and sick still have you guys had a experience where somebody outside of uh the program whether it's a friend a family member a co-worker has said you've changed like in a good way and mentioned the progress uh as you are now have you have you guys had that and who was that person you know honestly i don't know if i have had that you know, James, you've changed, Dennis. Yeah, but you're in the yeah. program, James. Yeah, it, I mean, that's a different thing. Okay. Right? Have you had anybody in your life, James? Yes. Um, the, the mother of my children, um, who I put through hell for many years, um, 
we um, are in contact with because we have two wonderful children together. And, um, you know, she just tells me, she stopped telling me now because now it's just the normal. But when, as I was, you know, making child support payments on time, doing what I said I was going to do, making sure I, I go and pick up the kids on time, be where I was, I told her I was going to be. Like, all these things I said I was going to do, she saw me actually doing them, and she definitely would compliment me. She wasn't the type... I mean, I'm sure she still has plenty of resentments against me. That's on her. I've done my amends with her, and I'm, now I'm doing a living amends, which means doing what I say I'm going to do. And she definitely, um, early on, has said, wow, I can see the change in you. She also says, I wish you could have done this when we were still together. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I get that all the time. I, I would say that's uh, that's one of the toughest things. Like, the things that drive me up a wall and have to make me use some of the, the tools in our tool bag to, like, calm down is when uh, I have a disagreement with a family member and they say, you haven't changed at all, and say the opposite. And it drives me absolutely crazy because everybody, I mean, at the core, we are still the same person. You know, we've just changed some characteristics. And I think that we're, we're still, the, we're the same person that we were, but we try not to act out, you know. Instead, we take, take some time and that's what uh, the progress like does for me but like whenever uh my wife knows that she wants to you know f fill me up with like to fly off the handle almost to test me she'll say like you haven't changed at all you're the same and i'm like you know and i had an honest conversation just a week ago and i said you know we've now known each other we met each other this month 10 years ago and i said like who was I then compared to now? And she said, you're a completely different person, you know? And if I don't, uh, I'm not fueled with ego, then I am a completely different person. But, you know, uh, if I don't use what's in the rooms and suggested, then I can, I can be that person as quick as it takes me to snap my fingers. Yeah, I think you brought up a good point in, in like our reactions is a good way to like gauge your your progress you know it's 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 we don't necessarily our emotions and how we feel about situations or what pushes our buttons don't always change but it's our reactions by using the tools and what we've learned we react to life differently we react to people differently so you know as an example it's like if you drive down the street and you get road rage at everyone that cuts you off or traffic or whatever you know if you're in a good spiritual place in a good mindset or whatever maybe you might notice that you, someone cut you off and you just let it go without reacting to it you know and i think the reactions is a great progress indicator haven't you always done that that seems what? normal what just letting stuff go yeah but i'm not everyone i was using it as an example oh. james like like when you yell at cars. Yeah, he was talking about you. Everyone yeah. knew that. You didn't know yeah. that? I stare at the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last question I want to bring up to you guys uh, when dealing with a, a new person in recovery. 
any advice that you have from probably your sponsors or other people in the rooms? Sit down like, and shut how up. should how should oh, they no. how should they celebrate uh, the small successes and progress in the program, James? Well, picking up a chip is good. Also, being a loving, kind person, going out to coffee when invited, and saying yes when asked a question. I think uh, Jane, y'all's sponsor actually this morning like touched on that a little bit, where he was talking about you know the mistakes that he makes and stuff like that. But he's got to remind himself that when he does have successes or you know things like that good things happen that like he has to like stop and recognize it and be happy about that you know be feel good about that because if we don't like recognize those little progresses or those little successes then we're not going to build a new track record you know what i'm saying if we're only concentrating on the negative or the mistakes then we're going to keep reliving those but if we do oh, have a six what you say something? You want to fight? Eyes are evil. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's got yellow eyes. You, got, you guys are actually, uh, I don't know if this is progress, what it's you're doing. Not. I think it's, I, uh, yeah. I think our relationship is de disintegrating. It's mm. a great big, big beautiful, beautiful tomorrow. tomorrow. Shining, Shining at the, the end, end of every day. day. Honestly, Dennis, seriously, big, you should join a tomorrow. choir. I would give you the solo, you know? I yeah you I could you know, you'd just uh, be alone uh, up there just singing. No, I, I don't know. I this is my first public performance. I typically Sounds... only sing in the shower, and then the water turns cold, so I take that as a sign. Yeah, if I was to look at you, I'd think you would sound horrendous, but you don't. You sound you sound really good, man. You sound that's it's, a compliment. It's the yellow I, eyes. It is. I I appreciate the compliment but I don't believe it for some huh? reason. I don't know. Well, do you guys have anything else you want to say about progress, not perfection? We'll, we'll be, by the way, back next week. Can you believe it? No, uh, really? Huh? Yep. Again next yeah, week? Yeah, every Thursday. That's amazing. That's, what, that's why it says Thursday at the beginning, because I hold you guys to it. It's Thursday. There's, even though when you're listening to this, it might not be. Ooh. Right? Ooh. It might not be Thursday. No. We didn't think that far ahead. Yeah, but I you know. should listen to this. Did we just say happy every day? Happy every day. Happy every day. Uh, but uh, Celebrate the victories in your life. Yeah, you should do that. We will be back next Thursday sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 22 of the Defective Characters podcast. And Dennis, there is a way if anybody wants to toss out a topic or any suggestions that they can get in touch with us. Uh, yes, on Twitter, we have a Twitter account. It's at the underscore characters and you can find us there and we'll reply it's yeah. a great big, big beautiful, beautiful tomorrow, tomorrow shining at the end of every day you know what I, I you should if you're listening to this you should youtube it so that way you know how it's supposed to sound because <laughs> it's very downtrodden i feel like uh entirely ready to have all it has these a lot more hope in. yeah <laughs> god we we hope entirely ready to have all these character defects removed remember it works if you work it and we'll see you next time bye i love you james Ah, oh, you got you guys you guys there's something Aww.